Oh, hello, friends. I'm just enjoying a nice, hot, green chai latte, mocha latte with uh, some art that says you suck on the top of it. Mm-mm. I'm just enjoying I love a top. A empty can of Mountain Dew Zero Spark Raspberry Lemonade. Mm-mm, I love coffee. Let's talk about it. Everyone, welcome to Barf. This is Backlog Accomplishment with Respawn and Friends. Uh, and today, this month, you guys voted for it, and we played Coffee Talk. And today we're going to talk about some Coffee Talk. Ooh. A fantastic little indie game where we talk about coffee and other things in a fantasy world in Seattle. A real Seattle in a fantasy world. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> before we get started, I'm going to go ahead and read off some information pulled from the Wikipedia page. Coffee Talk is a visual novel visual novel developed by Indonesian indie studio Toge Productions. I think it's Toge. Released on uh, January 29th, 2020 for Windows, Mac OS, Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, Xbox One. So everything. Uh, the game was released in Japan a day later uh, for Switch. Uh, the game follows a barista working in a coffee shop in a fantasy version of Seattle as they listen to the concerns of the coffee shop's various patrons and prepare drinks. The game features an aesthetic inspired by na- 90s anime, pixel art, and lo-fi chill-hop genre of music. Very much so. Mm-hmm. This is the second game we play that's been very lo-fi. Yep. Uh hip-hop things to study to a coffee talk um as a visual novel and as such its gameplay consists mostly of reading dialogue uh the dialogue is periodic periodically broken up by a mini game in which the player brews various drinks using the ingredients in the coffee shop uh certain drinks give the player the option to create latte art uh the drinks made by the player can have an effect on the events of the game's plot and thus the mini game serves as the chief means of interaction with the game available to the player so the way that you make your drinks and interact with your drinks Changes things in the game. That is the one thing you can do. I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. Uh, a Japanese TV show called Midnight Diner served as the biggest influ- uh, influence for Coffee Talk. Uh, the story of Midnight Diner revolves around a chef in a restaurant that only opens at midnight and his involvement in this customer's life. So it's basically like, oh, I like the show from Japan. Let's make it fantasy. That's <laughs> basically how it came out. Uh, the creator, uh, Mohamed F- uh, Fam- Fami. I believe it is uh, the main creator and developer of coffee talk uh, passed away in March of 2022. So basically we were recording Raph last week, two weeks ago, whenever it was. And like right after it ended, we we're like, all right, we're talking about coffee talk next week. We're going to record this episode. And then he like just passed away. So condolences to his family. Um, so it's, you know, kind of bittersweet, but it's interesting. We're getting to talk about this game, you know, right as that uh, event happened to him, but now we get to celebrate the work that he did. Yep. So that's all the basic information on, coffee talk i gotta ask you now uh, i did beat the game i finished it today and did everything well, i'll get to that later how far did you get into coffee talk i got uh about two hours in to what I, I assume is like a four or five hour game and i um i couldn't i couldn't finish it because here's the thing when I love storytelling and I love stories and I think this game will have, like has great characters that I, that I want to see more from, but I don't love reading. And in fact, hmm. even, even books like there are, I can count the number of book series that I've read on probably two hands, like Harry Potter, Stephen King, dark tower series. There are seven books in the Stephen King, dark tower series. And it literally took me like six years to read that whole series because hmm. I just, I can't, I can't be interested in reading the written word. And there was not enough 
and I fall asleep, honestly. And even today, I was mm -hmm. like, hey, I'm, it's a few hours before we record. I'm going to need a, a couple hours to finish this thing. And I played for like 20 minutes and fell asleep for an hour. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> Understandable. Uh, so it's not to say that this game wasn't a good game or worthwhile playing. It's just for me, there wasn't enough interaction to keep me. It, it was not interactive media to me. There wasn't enough for me to do uh, aside from reading text to keep me interested in in going forward with it. If it were adapted to some other kind of media, I might love everything about it. And in fact, I, I kind of do love everything about it except for just how not interactive it is. It's just so reedy. Yeah, I was not aware when we started. I kind of knew the basic idea of it, but I had never played it. I kind of just got suggestions from, uh, from Afro Cyborg on Twitter, Joe, who's, who fucking loves the game. And I was like, you know what, dude? That's a game I haven't played. You've talked about it enough. I'm going to throw it on the list and it got voted for. Uh, so I don't really play visual novels because they're normally for weebs, um, <laughs> which I am not one of those. Uh, and this game is very much visual novel. It is much more than I expected it to be. Um, but luckily for me, I'm actually a fast reader. Uh, I'm very much, I play a video game and I read the subtitles before the characters ever speak it. And I'm just like, go, go, oh, go, I go, hate go. that. Ew, no, it spoils things for you. No, just read the subtitles. I've already, nothing spoiled for me. I know what's happening. It's the oh actors God. who are taking too long. <laughs> I don't have time for them. Get out of here. So for me, it was just fine. Um, I was able to get through. I actually played like a good, like I played just, I was like one thirty in the morning last night. I was like, oh man, I'm having a good time. And then today I finished it up. So yes, it is very much visual novel where it's just like, hey, we're going to tell you a story and you're not going to do a lot in it. But I, I actually vibed with this one enough where I was like, I can get down with this. And actually making the coffee and stuff was pretty fun for me. So like that's breaks, broke it up enough, but it is very much visual novel like someone wrote out a story and wrote out some dialogue and here it is yeah uh, so that's very much what the game is um but i did uh, beat it and enjoy it and well and we'll probably get to it a little bit later because i don't want to ruin it for anyone just in case they want to listen to the beginning part there is a twist i was not expecting and it's actually pretty cool it's not like the most insane thing ever but it's pretty solid so i never played had of a boyfriend but i remember that one's like it's a weird visual novel where you date birds and pigeons and nonsense but then you go through that game and eventually it's like the world ended and then like humans are like barely not a thing anymore. And then the birds gain sentience and they're being nice to you because you're basically an endangered species. I don't know. <laughs> I've never played Had a Full Boyfriend, but apparently people like it. And it's got a weird fucking twist in it. Um, same thing with Doki Doki Literature Club, which is also a visual novel where it's fucking really weird. Uh, this game has a little bit of that. Not crazy, but it is very chill. It is lo-fi hip hop beats to study to the video game for sure. So. Yeah. I definitely agree. I did. I I'm interested to hear the twist. I've got a little bit. We've got Cozy Bear wrote in. He played the game. He wrote in an email. So I've got that pulled up, and I've got a little bit of like a hint of what happens at the end. So I am I'm excited for you to tell me about it because it sounds mm -hmm. interesting. Um. Yeah. But I, uh, I actually I do. That coming. Yeah. I also have. I had one person write in and tell me their feelings about the game. I'll scroll to that. So how do you? So we've got a couple of things. We have what the viewers thought. We have notes that I made while playing, and then I have the twist stuff. So uh, do you have any things you want to add to that, or do you just want to start with one of those, or how do you want to do you uh, any... I'll talk just, like, the last thing I'll say about, like, my experience with it yeah, is yeah, that uh, I did enjoy the the making of the drinks. I thought that was, like, mm -hmm. a, a cool little... It was, despite being very little interaction, it was, like, a cool way to interact with your patrons and try to guess what it is that they're going to like. They're like, oh, just make me something warm and sweet. Like, all right, well, how can I combine these ingredients? And 
you can make the same drink with three different ingredients, but if they're in a different order, then it's a different drink. I didn't realize how much of an effect that it had on the game. I just thought like, oh, there's no way to fuck up in this game. You can just literally make them poop in a jar and and they'll drink it and be like, um, not quite what I was looking for, but thanks. Let's continue talking. Uh, now, there is there are points in the story where it's like you need to have figured out this specific drink or bad things will happen. I didn't part of part of what frustrated me a little bit or not frustrated, but like I didn't understand was that people would ask you, oh, yeah, make me this. And it's it's tea with spices in it. And I was like, cool. And then she finally reveals, oh, I got the right ingredients, but they're mixed up wrong. But then that recipe never unlocked in my phone. Like I still just had a bunch of undiscovered shit. And I was like, I don't understand what it is that lets me remember this thing for next time. So what I did notice is when you play the game and you make, so there's a challenge mode, I believe, where you just like go, th- I didn't play the challenge mode, but apparently you just like go through and like on a streak and make a bunch of drinks. So maybe yeah. that's a place to save them. But I noticed like, like, oh, give me a drink with this and this. And I would go through and I'd mix it and it'd be like cocoa uh, mixed. It's like cocoa water with with mint. And it's like, all right, but it's, it looks basic as fuck, right? It's just like a, a, gla- a, a glass. But if I go and switch the ingredients around, it comes out and it's like some Italian word and it's got like art in it and it looks fancy as fuck. That one was always the right one. So you had the same, you had the right ingredients, but if you got the fancy looking cup with like the cool art and design in it, and then you gave it to them, then it saves that because like, oh, well, this is actually a mocha chupumba latte. (laughs) And I so guess that, I literally the, never yeah. made a good drink. <laughs> yeah, I didn't figure it out till like halfway through the game. It's like, oh, I need to be doing it to where I get a cool piece of art to say, hey, you actually did the thing the right way. Interesting. Um, again, you don't have to. The game doesn't make you fail if you don't do it. Yeah. But uh, I, well, there are things that will happen that are different if you don't figure out the drinks. So speaking, that, it took me a little bit to figure that out. But yeah. Speaking of cool piece of art, uh, I did specifically choose to buy this game. I looked for it on iOS because of this reason, but it wasn't on mm-hmm. iPad or iPhone. The, but I bought it on Switch because of the latte art. And I wanted to be able to use my finger to draw the latte art rather than like a cursor and a keyboard or a thumbstick or something like that. Uh, so uh, I made all of my latte art just obscene images or words, which was yeah. so fun to me. And I took a screenshot of all of them. So if you're watching this visual on YouTube, uh, you'll be able to see as this, I've peppered in in the screenshots pictures of all of my latte art and all of the what are some things. of your highlights uh, for, there's the, a, for the audio people I'm not gonna lie it was it was difficult for to make this art even with my finger like the milk never reacts the same way that you think it's going to yeah, but it's like a, you're pouring down or up is the thing yeah, so like it yeah. it flows based on where you drop it there is a particularly good set of boobies <laughs> that, oh very nice very nice proud of <laughs> Um, and, uh, there's a, a wiener that has an eyeball, but it, it was mm-hmm. supposed to be the, you know, the re- urethra opening, but like I drew the wiener so good on like my 15th try that I'm like, there's no way that I'm going to redo this just for the, the urethra. Anyway, uh, I did enjoy that part of it. And I was a, you know, eight year old boy making wieners and writing penis and butts and all that. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah, I did. I made the uh, classic Paul Dano latte, where it's just the from the Batman movie, where there's a question mark in his yeah. drink because he's the Riddler. Uh, I did that one. Uh, I also wrote "You suck" and gave it to uh, the Cat Girl. She's <laughs> like, "Here you go, you suck. Have fun with this drink." Because um, you you gave it to her because you hated her, or because she reminded you of I like some to do celebrity it. that you hated. Oh, okay. No, I just decided to be silly. She's yeah, like, "Hey, give me something I really like." <laughs> you suck. <laughs> there you go. Um, uh, and then I did definitely draw 
a pangus and a bajango. Um, that, was, that was a good time, for sure. Uh, I guess speaking of the characters, since we're on this, do you have a favorite patron of your coffee shop? Um, I was I didn't I don't even think I met all of them yet, but I did mm. like uh, the cop. Hold on, I'm still listening to you. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna go get my dog to stop barking. I'll be right yeah. back. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, cop is cool. I like cop dude. Um, very specifically, they just talk about how he's lactose intolerant, which is that's funny. That's in his Facebook profile picture. It's like, yeah, I'm lactose intolerant. I'm yeah. a cop. That's his thing. Um, for me, oh man, I liked a lot of them. I don't know how many of them you met, but I like Neil. Uh, who, who is Neil? Neil is a is an alien in an astronaut suit. Oh, I never learned their name. But I, I did yeah. enjoy that character. It was like really mysterious. And he's like, hey. And he's like, oh, yeah, we would like uh, this whatever drink. We won't taste it anyway. And we're going to drink it through our finger. <laughs> it's like, through our fingers. You're fucking weird. We're I here to it. breed on yeah. Tinder. Uh, and then I also liked the werewolf, the big buff man who's a werewolf. Oh, and yeah, then yeah, yeah. Fria, Fria was cool. I liked her just hanging out the whole time. I didn't um, love so, the vampire okay. guy. And the vampire jerk, guy, right? yeah, he's just a jerk. And he's like, I've been around for so long. Oh, yeah, I've been doing this modeling for 30 years. Mm, skin cream. Uh. Classic vampire. Classic. Classic vampire doing skin cream commercials. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Um, so, and also, I'll just say really quickly, uh, I am not uh, a queer individual, but this game is very horny and very queer, but in good ways. So, when you get near the end of the game, a lot of people are in relationships. Of course, mm. because it's a visual novel. And so I think there are three pairings of relationships. Um, and two of those are gay relationships, which is pretty interesting. All okay. right. Very cool. But they're all animals or right. fan- fantasy creatures. I so did, it's all monster fucking. I did enjoy that, like, they used this fantasy world to, like, obviously make, you know, statements about our own world. And they're like, they were talking about racism. And she, Freya was yeah. like, I'm writing a story and it's going to be only humans. And like, what? It's only humans. Yeah, but don't worry. They're going to have all the same problems. Like, how are they going to have racism without without any other races? And like, oh, they'll find something to fight about, like colors of their skin yeah. or something stupid. They'll just hate them because they're from a different country. It, it'll work out. Don't worry about it. It's like, yeah, yeah well, <laughs> fantasy racism worked well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I like all the, and again, not queer myself, but it's like, oh, yeah, like these two chicks are definitely into each other and they're cute and I like it. And it's very nice. Um, all right. So we have, you can read Cozy Bears. I'm going to read this one first. This is from uh, Dylan Henning on Twitter. Um, Dylan says, I adore this game. It was so chill and the story was so engrossing. So Dylan, big thumbs up from Dylan. What did Cozy Bear say? We're not going to skip it and read it next time. <laughs> We're going to read it, it on the show in the appropriate place. Uh, Cozy Bear, <laughs> he wrote in. Thank you so much. Of course, if you like Cozy Bear wants to write in your thoughts in an email or something like that, you can do that at respawninfire at gmail.com or you can DM us on Twitter. Uh, he, his first paragraph was about the, the, uh, death of the creator of it. So I'm going to skip that part. But this, this last two paragraphs, he says, as surreal as it all is, I can't deny how great coffee talk is in spite of it. Uh, the passing and all of that kind of stuff, slowly becoming Mm -hmm. familiarized with the lives of the struggles of the shops. Patrons was immensely pleasurable without ever feeling uncomfortable. Even in moments where the game's characters were at each other's throats, I remained calm and confident that in the end, everything would resolve itself. Likewise, I was never fearful that presenting the patrons with a wrongly prepared drink would lead to the world ending, though I definitely will admit to save scumming just in case, just a bit to get them to their heart's desire in a cup. I feel that I could have, that it could have been very easy to make a version of Coffee Talk that was more anemic than emotionally moving. 
that felt less like an introspective exploration of the lives of his eight patrons and more like a barely interactive version of that Beats to Relax slash Study to video. Uh, but uh, Toge Productions managed to pull off something genuinely heartwarming, and I look forward to eventually checking out Coffee Talk 2, Hibiscus and Butterfly, when slash if they release it later this year. Again, he seemed a big thumbs up from him as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for, for me, even though like it is, I'm not going to play a lot of visual novels, I am interested in playing Coffee Talk 2. I just want to see, especially with the passing, like I really want to see what else. You know, I'm assuming he did a lot of work on the sequel. Um, if that comes out or whatever. So I'm very interested. And I, I enjoyed this game. Again, it is very much like, oh, it's it's a visual novel. They tell you the story. You, you're there to read the story. But I did like all the characters and I like everything they presented to me. And I thought it was in a cool world. Um, so I agree. I will definitely play the sequel, especially because, I mean, I got this for free with Games with Gold. Um, but it also works on PC, which was cool. So I could draw my my Batman mm, symbols uh, nice, easier nice. on with a mouse. Uh, but yeah, I think it was like 20 bucks when it came out, like on launch day. So I'm like, oh, yeah. I can do that. That's fine. Uh, so I have two more things. We have the spoilers for the end of the movie. And I also have just a random shotgun of my thoughts while I was playing it. So I had, I was playing on PC and I would window down and then pull up my notes as I was playing. And then also look up, uh, uh, uh what do you call them? Recipes. Oh, okay. Cause there was a certain okay. point. There's a certain point where she's like, can I get a, uh, uh, you know, like a, uh, uh, a husk zoo or something like that. And I was like, this has never come up in the game. I don't know what you're talking about. It's so funny. So when I did that, I was like, all right, I just Google like the husk zoo or it's, I think it was like a South Asian, like tea drink. All these drinks are like real drinks from like different parts of the world. And I'm like, all right. So I looked it up. Cause I'm like, I don't know what the hell this is. I put it in, I made it. She's like, Oh man, great. This tastes just like in the natural place. He's like, yeah, I traveled to South Asia and also looked at a, a video on the internet. It's like, <laughs> Oh yeah, you know, I had to, look, you knew I looked that up and you're making fun of me for it because yep. uh, yeah, there's no way I would have known to make that. So I think that was pretty funny. Uh, so yeah, I can, do you want to go spoilers? You want to just my random shotgun thoughts, uh, shotgun thoughts and let's end with spoilers. Okay. So these just, I was always playing. I just wrote the stuff down. Uh, low the love the lo-fi vibes again. It's chill hip hop, whatever. Uh, midnight only coffee shop is a fun way to make sure we only deal with a few cool characters. Yes. <laughs> yep. If this was Starbucks <laughs> at 11 in the morning, that people all would be Karens. in and out. And like it would crazy. not be interesting because everyone's a Karen. Yeah. And they're all just, I guess elves cause no one elves are pretentious. So it's just a bunch <laughs> of pretentious elves yep. constantly. Um, I like brewing and art. I, I do like that. The one gameplay thing you get to do, I do enjoy. I thought it was fun to make drinks and draw art on them. Um, <laughs> this elf and succubus are laying it all out in front of a stranger, huh? Yeah. That's day one. Yeah. The elf and the succubus are going through their relationship and they're having a full scene. And I'm just sitting, I just imagine just sitting behind the bar and in my apron, like, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Because they're like talking about, like, oh, you're fake. Give up my, oh, fuck my family. I want to be with you. We got to be together. And I was just like, all right, I'm just, I literally just met these people. I don't even know yeah. your name shit. I feel like that's also, <laughs> like, that's not even a conversation that people have in a, in a public forum like that. <laughs> you would hope not. Let alone, I guess, a, a with coffee an earshot. Open at midnight. A, yeah, maybe. I guess it's, it's enough uh, secluded. Uh, feels like a bartender simulator. You absolutely could switch out the coffee for booze and just have people talk about their problems in a bar. Yep. And it would be the same thing and it would be really cool. Uh, so this is funny. I didn't realize it at the time I wrote the note. Uh, vampire slash werewolf sexual attention, big visual novel vibes. 
Yes, it's a very at this point I didn't realize a visual novel. It's a visual novel, and those two were getting it on. Were they? I knew, I knew they were getting it on. They had to. Yep. So there's a part at the end where it's like a slideshow, like images, like oh, here's what they're doing now or whatever. And it was the vampire coming back from overseas because he travels. Cause he's a model, and he's like giving a gift to the werewolf dude, and then he pulls out like fuzzy handcuffs. It's like the second gift he gives him. I'm like, oh, mm. I assumed so, but I wasn't sure. So yes, did they you ever did have sexual tension? S- small spoilers. Did you ever figure out what his like fury antidote was? What yep. was it? What I was got it? that on my second try. It's oh fuck. It's tea, tea ginger milk or tea milk something like that. It's okay. Tea. I know it's ginger, and I think milk is the last one. Uh, I did it the first time I did. It, I was like, all right, tea, milk, ginger, and he's like, oh, this is close, but maybe you should switch those last two things. And then the next time, and I think it's called, so the character's name is Gala, and the drink is a Galahad, and it calms him down. Okay. Which you need, because there's a point in the story where he he fucking werewolves out, and he comes in there, and he's just like, he's not speaking, he's just like growling at you, and it's like, well, he must have came here for a reason. If you give him that drink, he calms down, and I guess bad things don't happen because you gave him the... <laughs> if you give him the wrong drink, he just fucking eats everyone in there, and the game's he, over. I think he, I honestly think he probably kills somebody if you don't give him the right drink. So <laughs> if you give him the right drink, good good ending for him, I believe. That's what it felt like. Um, cat girl bullying broken woke is funny. Yes, so when the first time you meet the cat girl who is uh, like basically like a K-pop star, she's 18, and she comes in... And she bullies uh, Freya, who's the girl who's always there uh, with the green hair, who's writing a book about everyone who comes in the coffee shop. And she literally makes fun of her because she's like, oh, you're too young. You're not an adult. She calls her broken woke. Yeah. It's like, oh, (laughs) that's rough. Like that woman is definitely 32 years old. uh, (laughs) Um, Also, Catgirl said, yay, achievement unlocked. And then my fucking achievement unlocked right when she said that. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nintendo Switch doesn't have achievements, so I didn't see that. Yeah. I wonder if, like, on play, it's, like, trophy. I'm sure it, it switches it per uh, platform or whatever, but that's funny. She's like, achievement unlocked, and then on the right side of my screen, fucking achievement. And literally, it's called Yay Achievement. Uh, <laughs> so it's really funny. Uh, tea, milk, ginger. Okay, here it is. Tea, milk, and ginger. Because I wrote down the note. I'm like, what is this guy's fucking... <laughs> what's this thing to make him not Hulk out? It's tea, milk, and ginger. Uh, Spaceman is a good gag. I love all that, where he's just like, I don't know how to communicate. I'll drink through my finger. I just need to breed. I'm on Tinder. I'm just here to breed. She's like, you can't just come at people and say you need to breed. That's not going to work. Um, his whole thing was great. I love the spaceman. Yeah. Um, and then there's a part where you met the orc lady, right? Yep. Okay. Her name's Myrtle. Yep. Um, Myrtle and Aqua, who was the mermaid. She's not even a mermaid. She's got name like octopus fish girl. gills or whatever. Yeah. Um, so Octopus Girl's making an indie game. She's going to show it off at Max West, not Pax West, mm. Max West. Um, and or girl works for a big publisher making, uh, it basically seems like Call of Duty or something. And they're talking about like game crunch and game culture and shit. And it's like, oh, an indie game talking about how game crunch and they just have like a full on conversation. And then those two end up being together and it's cute and it's nice. Nice. Because you can definitely tell that they were going after each other. You so can, those I are all tell, my notes. After they exchange, I got to like where they exchange email addresses. Like, oh, I don't have a business card on me, but like, here's my email. You're okay. so close to the end, dude. Oh, really? Damn. You really are. There's only 14 days in the video game. Oh, I think I'm like halfway the through then. You're you're probably like day like eight or nine. Yeah. And those some of those days are just like a five minute scene and you're done. Nice. So you're getting close. But yeah, they're, they're definitely a thing. Um, but yeah, that was cool. 
those are all my notes on the things I was doing in the video game. Now, do you everyone ready for the spoilers of the video ready game? Ready for spoilers. All right, I sent you this video down below. This is, and again, it's it's fun to see, but it's not like the most. Oh, you sent me a video in Discord. Yeah, it's in our Discord. You don't have to watch it now, but it's okay. Coffee talk alternate ending. So you go through the game, you meet all these characters, you help out their problems or whatever. The very end, uh, a surgeon guy comes in and he's got like some bandages on his face. And he's like, oh, hello, what's going on? And he's acting weird and talking weird. And like, oh, shit, it's Neil. It's the fucking spaceman in the face space suit. Um, well, no, you end the game. It says two weeks later. It gives you your thing. It's like, oh, Freya made her book. It didn't sell super well, but, you know, whatever. She made enough money that she's a published author. And then these people are together and da, 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 whatever. You get the end of the story thing. And then Neil comes in looking different. And he's like, oh, uh, you can you can drop the act, by the way. It's just me and you. Um, and you're like, oh, yeah. And you talk, you're an alien. So remember how Neil came to Earth to breed? Yeah. To make, a, you know, alien hybrid kids? Mm-hmm. You're you're one of his kids. Uh, and he's like, oh, yeah, I knew because of this, 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 and this. And he names different things that happen in the game. So then the game ends. You're like, holy shit, I'm a fucking, the bartender's an alien? Or whatever? Interesting. And he talks about, oh, I knew that because I looked at a different timeline. <laughs> whatever weird stuff. So then you go back and replay the game. And then in the top corner, there's now a fast forward button. So you skip all the dialogue. Yeah, okay. Like, it just, like, instantly skips. And then you replay the days that he mentioned. And things change. And Freya's like, so like whenever she's like, oh, I met my boss in the elevator and he, I told him about the book I wanted to make. And then you say it before she says it. She's like, hold on. How'd you know that that happened? Oh. Uh, and you do that a couple times where you basically say a thing before it happens. Because all the dialogue's the same. But that you just say a thing before everyone else. And everyone's like, hmm. So then at the end, Freya's like, oh, I wrote this book. The main character's based on you is a time traveler because I'm not fucking stupid. I know what's going on. And then you end the game and you have another conversation with Neil. And it's like heavily applied that, yeah, you're Neil's son or offspring or whatever you are. Um, and you are a time, you hop through timelines to make sure that Neil learns how to talk to people and fucks so that there are <laughs> these hybrids that protect the earth. Because again, you help the werewolf, like you help people. Yeah. And it's like, all right, you're here to basically protect earth. And yeah, so basically you're a time hopping alien who works at a coffee shop so that good things happen in the world. Damn. And it seems like it's a weird thing for a, a game about like, oh yeah, help these people out in the coffee shop. It's like, oh, now yeah. you're a time hopping alien. So that's Damn. how the game ends. There's nothing crazy, but it's pretty interesting. I totally thought it was going to go like in, in the very first or second day, there's like a newspaper article saying like, oh, zombie virus outbreak, blah, yeah. blah, blah. But then you never really hear anything about it, for, at least for what I played. I thought that was going to come around, but no, that's a, that's a cool little twist. I think you working at the coffee shop stops the virus from getting worse. Because remember, Werewolf Dude works at the hospital. So maybe if you make his right drink and you're going through time making sure he gets the right drink, maybe something bad at the hospital doesn't happen and the virus gets out. Damn. I don't know. So that's pretty That makes me want to freaking try to finish it now, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm honestly, if you watch that video, you're going to, what I told you is basically what you're going to see. Right, that's cool. the end. That's, that's the, the second playthrough of the game. Then. Okay. Yeah. And I don't know what challenge mode is, but there's apparently more. So. Fun little game. I would suggest that if you like visual novels at all, um, it's very cool. Uh, yeah, I think it's solid. I'm I'm very interested in playing the the sequel, but it is a reedy ass game. Yeah, and there's not a lot of gameplay, so if that's not your thing, you're not gonna have fun. But I I did enjoy it personally, and I didn't <laughs> think I was going to. At this point in the podcast, the really good drawing of boobs is on the screen. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. <laughs> 
Oh, perfect. Uh, anything else you have left to say? I think I've got everything out I need to say. I think I got it all out there. Yep. Dope. Uh, our next barf game for April is, we just decided a half hour ago, it is Batman, The Enemy Within, Telltale, a season two of the Telltale game. Go and play that. Write in your thoughts to us on uh, email or on Twitter and let us know what you think of it. We'll see you back in a month. Bye, everybody.